this episode is not meant to offend anyone, but rather to shine a very necessary light on our women and girls of color whose stories get lost in the media realm. If you know anything about me and this show, you know that the highlight of this show is me challenging the narratives. Those narratives that mainstream media likes to present to the public, I love to present them as a black woman like only I can. If you are in media in general, especially black media, I want you to know that you are powerful. You have the power, you have the platform, rather it be a big platform or small platform, you have the space to tell our stories in the way that we want to tell them because we can. It's time for a legendary introduction. Welcome to Unpacking the Box. I really think nobody does it better. Join the conversation as we cover everything from life and relationships. All a woman wants is a choice. Inspiring interviews. That just hit me. Wow. And everything in between. Just keeping it real. We keeping it all the way real. Whoa. Now let's start unpacking. This is Linnea, your host, and welcome back to Unpacking the Box podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? The show starts in 10, 9, Tonight, I'm here with a beautiful queen, Mika Samaya, who is the founder and creator of Black Girl Unlost, a series dedicated to shining a much-needed light on girls and women of color who've met tragic endings due to violence. Hello, queen. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Yes, of course. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm so glad you're on. I'm excited to speak to you, too. I know we've been trying to set this up for a while, so I'm glad that we finally had the opportunity to so. Yes. So I just want to tell the people, <laughs> first of all, I'm obsessed with YouTube. I watch YouTube all the time, mainly because I love, I love to find like recipes and stuff on there, but I mm-hmm. also love watching a crime dramas and stuff like that. I'm so into crime stuff. Like, I don't know. I just love watching that stuff. And so I was, um, you know how, like, yes, you know how, like YouTube, <laughs> you'll be watching something and it'll give you some other videos. Like, Oh, watch suggestions. This Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you end up down this deep rabbit hole. Yes. <laughs> you never knew where you, you know, initially started. Trust me, I get it. I, I definitely understand. That's me all the time. I watch YouTube more than I watch TV. So, yeah, yeah YouTube that's is my thing. It's amazing. I love it. Hey, YouTube but, is popping these days. It's not like, yeah, it was back in the day. Like, YouTube is oh, official. Yeah. It, it really <laughs> so is. Content. Yeah. It's the place to be. I love it. So, one definitely. of your videos popped up. And mm-hmm. I started watching it and I literally couldn't stop watching it. Like I kept watching it and kept watching mm-hmm. it because I just saw it. Um, just seeing that, first of all, the women, the girls, they look like mm-hmm. me. They look like my daughter. 
they look like my mother so that's what draw me to the channel because i'm like okay let me see what this is about and you know the deeper that i got into the videos you know the stories were just so sad but the 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 reason why i really wanted to connect with you is because all of them had like a common thing in common mm -hmm. and that was that i didn't see i didn't know about any of these girls any of these women i've never seen any of these stories on mainstream media on news on tv yeah. that i was watching i never like half of these women i'm like oh my god like i never knew about this so you know i was like i gotta reach out to her i have to reach out to to, to the founder the creator because i think it's amazing i mean although it's sad and i did ha although i couldn't stop watching there were moments where i had to pause and take breaks because it was just so so heavy and so sad but and, but necessary. and that's funny and that's funny that you say that like with the moments of having to pause and take a break because i had those moments during creating the content mm -hmm. uh you know where i definitely have to like take a couple days and then maybe dive back into the story of course there's been stories that have you know broken me down more than others but it is it is it's very heavy sometimes um diving into content like this you know just for mental health purposes sometimes you just have to take a step back just mm -hmm. to you know make sure it's not too heavy so it's funny that you say that because on the again on the creator side i definitely have those moments yeah so. i can i can only imagine so for the people who don't know where are you from i'm from the so <laughs> we like to call it the dmv area um specifically uh pg dc so of course i was raised early on in the dc area and then i moved to pg so a little bit of both dc pg Okay. PG County, that is, yeah. PG County, yes, I know where that is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, what led you on this path to start Black Girl and Lost? And for those who don't know, you know, just break down. I know we talked about it just briefly, but just break down, you know, what the brand is, what it entails, mm -hmm. what you do, and why you started this. Okay, so I'll start with what led me onto this path. So, similar to you, I've always been into crime shows and crime networks as a whole. So. With me, it always started with the ID channel. I used to watch the ID channel safely. And then there was a brief period where, I don't know if you remember, but TV One used to broadcast like their own crime episodes specifically mm -hmm. for people of color. You know, the For My Man or Fatal Attraction. I don't know if you remember those. Oh, but yes. I noticed, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I noticed that when I would watch those, it was just more interesting for me because it's like, wow, this is, you know, of course, no, no shade to the ID channel, but you know, you see predominantly Caucasian, you know, uh, stories on the ID channel. So it was just really interesting and captivating to me to be able to watch a series that literally was for us. And so from there, it led me to begin researching black content creators on YouTube. And that's how I kind of got to the, the YouTube portion of crime and the black content creators who reported on um, our type of news. So from there, um, I felt that, you know, there's always room for more of us. I feel like we're united in numbers, power in numbers. So the more of us that are creating and getting these stories out there, the better chances of our stories being, you know, um, what's the word, received by the media or received by the public, should I say. And although we all are doing the same thing, essentially, I feel like we all tell our stories in unique ways and have our own unique styles of delivering these stories. Um, so that was always my, um, uh, that was always the point of view that I wanted to come from as far as like the way that I present the stories and the brand really entails just again, highlighting the injustices of women specifically who may not have been in the, the media. So I tend to focus on stories of women 
who no one has ever heard of, as opposed to the mainstream like Breonna Taylor's. And again, not to take away it off from Breonna Taylor or any of the other black women that have um, received, you know, a high level of media attention. But I always focus on or try to focus on the women who have received no media attention. In a lot of the stories that I've posted, you get a lot of women who say, wow, I've never heard of this story and I actually live in this city. Or wow, this is my niece, this is my cousin. And, you know, we've never received any type of, um, no one ever showed any interest in her story. So like that for me is my pinpoint with the channel. And that's why I say Black Girl Unlost, because there are a lot of stories of women who go lost and you never hear about them. Mm -hmm. I feel like the media kind of picks and chooses who they want to be those token black girls who they decide to talk about just to kind of create an even field um, to make it seem like they don't completely forget about us. Um, although I have my own opinions on that. But um, just that recently, part. I right. <laughs> so just recently, um, I've decided to kind of expand the brand. So I, and just for a lot of my I know some of my subscribers may be a little bit confused as to, OK, she's doing like a news type of segment now, but it's very different from the initial like um, I had one subscriber kind of call it like a video memorial. And I mm -hmm. think that was really kind of like the best way. She said, basically, you're creating like a memorial for the victim, like a video memorial. And I, that always stuck with me. So although I am, you know, doing the BGU news or the Black Girl on Lost news, where I focus on stories within our communities that happen to women of color, girls of color, I still have not forgotten about my original style of content. And I'm still doing that. It's just that those stories take a lot more time. And people have to understand that when I do those types of stories, I can't rush that. That requires researching like the background of that individual's lives, reaching out to family members to see if you can get, you know, background information on who that person was as a whole outside of them just being a victim of their situation. Whereas the BGU news is more so just like, you know how you turn on the news, you might see a quick clip and then I'll provide some commentary. So the Black Girl Unlost series that is like in the format of actual episodes, those are more personal. Those are more, those require a lot more detail and um, just background information. And those are the ones that I normally reach out to the family for. So mm, okay. it's, a, it's twofold. Yeah. So BG, you have BGU News and then you have Black Girl, the Black Girl Unlost series. But it's all under the Black Girl Unlost umbrella because ultimately they're both doing the same exact thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you, too, about your process. And I actually saw your news, your new news video. I love it because I feel Thank like, you. yes, the more the more exposure the better so i love that piece that you added because that's even more exposure that we need right yeah so but yeah i want to ask you about your process and also tell mm -hmm. you too like you know like i said you know like we, we agree you know mainstream media mm -hmm. does not cover you know women and girls of color and when they yeah. do cover those stories they don't present it in the way that you're presenting it the way that you present these stories i've never heard before i mean you present these stories in such a classy way because you know a lot of time even even not even with just women and girls but black boys and black men when we when their stories are presented they're always pulling up the negative things about their life yeah. they've been in jail or they did this bad thing they did that bad thing they're never talking about the the accomplishments that they have you know that they have done in their lives or you know these women a lot of these women were like entrepreneurs they were they were amazing women and they led amazing lives and you present that in such a way that it conveys their life like they were actually on this life and they were living and they and their life mattered their life was important and that is the way that you present and also girl i love your voice your narrating voice thank i love you. it <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank you thank you <laughs> i tried like to People always say, where are you from? I, just, I try to like, you know, blend it. But, you know, it's, it's, 
we stick out our access. I try, but thank you so much. Yes. I appreciate that. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I think that's what I think that's what attracts me and so many people because I also read your comments. And so many people love you and love what you do because of how you move in that area mm-hmm. and how that feel. It's how you present. You are very um I could tell that you think about the family because a lot of times when media is covering you know, those people who have met tragic endings, they are very insensitive about the way that they present the stories. Yeah, because we have to keep in mind that, you know, these people were loved by some people. Exactly. They had family members, they had kids, you know. Yeah, we have to be sensitive when it comes to that. Absolutely. And then, like, I know, um, so, like, I know initially you started asking me about the process and how I, you know, developed the content. And so there are times, unfortunately, where I can't get in contact with family and but the story to me is so compelling and deserves to be told that, you know, there are times that I will do a story um, if I've reached out to family and they, you know, haven't reached out. But again, even with that being said, that is also why I make sure that the way that I present the content is always respectful. So that mm-hmm. at least if that family sees it, they can say, OK, well, at least this was done in a respectful way. And again, that all goes back to, you know, you want to see these human beings, these women as more than just victims they were people they had lives they had accomplishments and i feel that it's important to highlight that and that's again that's a big difference between something like how i do with black girl and lost versus something that's like the news they mm-hmm. really go in deep about that person and highlight who they were as individuals before they were victims so i love but, that um, yeah yeah i love that because so. it paints it paints such a, a a beautiful picture of of who these women were, you know, before they became yeah. victims, you know. And I think that's important. That's important. But for legacy reasons, that's important, you yeah, know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. So do you think there is anything beyond race that is the reason why mainstream media doesn't cover us as much as they should as they should? Do you think it's some other factors involved? <laughs> I'm going to be very like transparent in this statement. I actually had a conversation. My colleague and I had a conversation about this the other day. So I know it's so easy to pull the race card, right? And, and not to say that that's not a factor. Let's not dismiss that as a factor. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that sometimes as people, like we, we definitely, again, I believe in power in numbers. And I believe that sometimes as people, we do need to show more of a united front so that people outside of our race can take us more serious mm-hmm. um you know and just and even outside of just you know i put it like this i feel like sometimes we only come together when it's something big like a george floyd or a rihanna taylor you know but mm-hmm. i think that if we show more unity just within our own race i feel like people will have no choice but to respect us more and push for our stories um if that makes sense and again yes. i don't mean that in a disrespectful way but like again people are only going to treat you and take you as serious as how you display yourself how you convey yourself and i don't know like i said it's easy to pull the race car but i think that just as a race we sometimes need to do more as well um just to make sure that our stories get out there you know so mm-hmm. I, I, I think it's just it's a yeah it's a double you know it's twofold like i said it's, it's very easy to pull the race car but at some point we have to take accountability for what it is that we can also do to get our stories out there yeah so. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like if we all just in, you know in, in black media, if we all banded together and shared yeah. these stories, that people couldn't they like you said they would have no choice but to pay attention because it's just exactly all over the place, you know the power and numbers. <laughs> you yeah. know, again, it's the power and numbers. It's just too much. Sometimes we just have too much competition between ourselves, you know. And 
you know, not to take away anything from the gossip sites, because let's be honest, we sometimes we need those gossip sites for entertainment purposes, right? Life can't always be serious. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I just wish there was a, a level, you know, a balanced level, you know, of the, the gossip sites versus the sites that were actually getting our stories out there, you know? Yeah, like some togetherness, so, because we're all exactly. on the same Right. You know, again, there's nothing wrong with having those, you know, entertainment sites where people, you know, how like the gossip that's going on within, you know, the entertainment world. But my thing is, let's meet each other halfway. You know, if there was a balance, you know, then maybe I would feel better about it. But I do feel like, you know, sometimes we pay more attention to those gossip sites than actually putting in the effort to spread the stories of the content creators who are making the content to be mm-hmm. shared. So the same way that you share a story about, you know, Drake or Nicki Minaj, whatever, you know, craziness is going on in the media, you can also take the time to share those stories that us content, Black content creators are putting together to get our stories out there more versus the next entertainment um, highlight. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. And and it's like my mindset just being in media, like I feel like the more exposure a story gets or a person gets that's trying to, you know, that's trying to bring those stories to the surface, the better, you know? Yeah. I feel like, you know, if we all would share the stories together, we all share the same stories. And I feel like that's a good thing because that's exposure yeah. across the board, you know? Exactly. The same way you can post the repost an Instagram post of whatever the shade room put up. You can also repost, you know, something that a content creator created, you know, about a story dealing with one of us. So, you know, you just have to have some type of balance in how you um, handle that situation. So. Yeah, I agree because you know media is like the gateway. It is the definitely. Um, it is very important. Social media is everything. <laughs> yeah, everything right now. Technology is key right now. It We're is living in the era of technology. So yes. Now, besides you know getting these stories out that are untold that we aren't hearing about, are there any other messages that you're trying to convey um, to the public? You know, whoever comes across these series. The one thing that I would love to convey to anyone is just to not be afraid to use your voice. Um, Believe it or not, I'm actually a very shy person. A lot of people wouldn't believe that because I have such a strong personality and I'm not, and I'm blunt. I'm not afraid to speak my mind, but I am very shy at times. But one thing I've learned through this process is just to not be afraid to use your voice. You have no idea how much power you speaking up um, can be. And so like, even within my, or just the course uh, over the course of me having this channel, I've had several individuals that have reached out to me about wanting to start their own YouTube channels with similar content, but they're nervous to do so or simply don't know where to begin. And so I always use my experience to help other potential YouTubers. At the end of the day, again, there's no competition. So if I can use my experience to help someone else contribute to the overall cause of what we're all trying to do, why not? Because ultimately, as far as YouTube, it helps the, al- the algorithm. The more black content creators there are that are creating this type of content, the more, like you said, it, it, people won't have a choice but to see it because it's so oversaturated, which isn't a bad thing in this case. So the more individuals who are speaking out on our stories, the more the message gets to the public. Um, so again, as previously stated, we're all working towards the same goal. So why not uplift one another and help out where we can? So like as the old saying goes, and like I've been saying through this whole interview, there's a power in numbers. So never be afraid to use your voice and never be afraid to reach out for help as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was actually just having a conversation with another fellow media creative. And we were mm-hmm. talking about how, you know, if you don't, if you don't pay attention or watch or view mainstream media, then, you know, they wouldn't have, you know, as many views or as many, you exactly. know, support as they do have. But because 
a lot of us out here myself included you know we're smaller platforms people kind of mm-hmm. turn the other way because this platform is not as big as the other but that see i think that people are looking at that totally wrong all wrong because mm-hmm. just because that's a, a a smaller platform because really if we wanted to you know i feel like black people could be very dominant they could take oh, over the media course. world you know of if course. They would get out of that crab in a burrow mentality, but girl, that's a whole nother conversation. That's yeah, it's just too much conversation. <laughs> I'm telling you, the con- we compete against ourselves too much, too much, and that's yeah. a lot of the issue. Yeah, it's just too much internal competition. We band together when it's necessary, when it when it looks good, but you know, it's just again, it's just too much internal competition. So yeah. we have some work to do, but it's okay. We got it's, this. We <laughs> gonna, you know what? I love us, and we, we gonna get right. through it. <laughs> yeah, we all we get through everything else. We'll be fine. You know, that's why. I, that's why I was like, I really wanted to talk to you because I'm like, I'm all, first of all, I'm all about women empowerment. I love, mm-hmm. I love when women come together and when women are doing just you know amazing things and when their boss is just badass, right? I'm like, yeah. what better way to than to me to reach out to this other woman who's doing amazing things and we can come together because that's what about you i'm 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 yeah. going to get you more exposure because i really want people to you know follow your channel because i really think it's necessary it is so necessary we have to shine more light on this um you know on these stories and these women and these girls and so i'm like i have to have her on because if i can help it anyway that's what i'm gonna do i really appreciate that and again vice versa you know i definitely look forward to you know, exposing you as well on my channel, you know, posting you, posting uh, your podcast. So again, it's all about helping one another. And, you know, again, power in numbers. <laughs> the more we can help each other, the more the word will spread. So I definitely yes. appreciate you reaching out. And of course. Of course. Now, I know we talked about how heavy these stories are and even myself having mm-hmm. to take those breaks because it was just really messing with my mental. Because, you know, when you are yeah. just consuming all that darkness because it's very 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 dark mm-hmm. it, it, it takes you to a dark place right so yeah. what kinds of things do you do to maintain like a healthy mental state while you're doing these stories so um one thing that i've recently got into was just therapy i think that therapy has a very for whatever reason therapy has a negative stigma on it you know and i don't know why it's like that within the black community sometimes we don't hold mental health to a high regard but it's a very real thing and you know, I think it's just one of those things where I, I decided to do because I want to see what it was all about. You know, just kind of want to get some clarity on things in life. And honestly, it has helped tremendously with my focus. It has helped tremendously with just understanding life as a whole. And even through this process with this channel, it's taught me to be balanced and that it's OK sometimes to take a step back. At some, t- at some points, I used to feel guilty about wanting to take breaks from the content because I knew that my subscribers, you know, wanted more stories. But. Mm-hmm. outside of that you have to put yourself first and protect your peace at all times and like you said sometimes going into these stories it does get dark because you almost begin to feel like you know these victims and you kind of see yourself you kind of again you're narrating through everything that they went through up into that situation that happened to them you're watching the news clips you know you're seeing some of their sometimes they might post you know videos some of them have even had their own youtube pages so you're watching these people who are doing a story on who are no longer here and it's just again the process sometimes is it's crazy you know um and then sometimes you feel like okay am i telling this it's a lot of pressure sometimes because you want to make sure that you're conveying the story the right way mm-hmm. you know so sometimes i can be hard on myself um you know and not releasing the story or holding on to a story too long because i'm worried about how it may be received or if i did it the right way or not 
So even with that, I've learned to like not be so hard on myself, trust my process and just remain balanced and knowing that it's okay to take breaks, you know, from my mental health. Um, also with doing YouTube, you know, and also being an educator, mm-hmm. it can be a bit overwhelming at times. Um, I know we talked about like with the COVID and the fact that I do teach really young kids. So, you know, that's my priority first, of course, is being a teacher to my kids. So prioritizing that and then also getting to my passion, which I love to do, which is YouTube. Um, it's, I have to be so intentional about creating that balance mm-hmm. because again, it can become overwhelming at times. So one thing that I also do is just, I make time for self-care, whether it's working out, uh, eating at my favorite restaurant, treating myself to a massage or taking a road trip, whatever it may be. I just make sure that I'm very intentional about incorporating that into my life in some way, somehow. And it, it's, it's gotten better. It's definitely provides, um, a lot more balance. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. I was wondering when I finished binging all the videos, mm-hmm. I was that was one of the things that I <laughs> my mind. I'm like, I wonder what she does to keep herself, you know, from going down that dark path, you yeah. know? So because it's just so because I myself was just uh, it was upsetting. I mean, it was yeah. disturbing. It's like, oh my God. Especially the ones like I know I did a couple stories on children. It was a 14 year old. Um, yep. I just did one on Relisha Rudd. I don't know if you remember. You're from the area, so I'm pretty sure you heard about the Relisha yes. Rudd case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I actually cried making that that um, video because, and like I said in the video, that case is just a very creepy case that has always stuck with me. But um, it may very well be the last case that I do on children. I've only done a total of three on children. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Naya, um, Naya Givens, Erica Gibson, and then Relisha Rudd. Those are the only three girls that I've done cases on. And I've always, you know, kind of like treaded lightly on that when it comes to kids. Um, but those stories are really hard to do. Really, really hard to do. Um, so you probably won't see those as much. But yeah, those yeah. were. I'm going to say out of all of the stories that I watched, those were the mm-hmm. hardest. The ones before. I didn't yeah. watch the one you did on Valisha Rudd, but I'm very familiar with that story. I think that mm-hmm. story, that story actually was a very popular story back then. Yeah. Um, but very yes, out of very like very like <laughs> very eerie the way that it ended very very old, very creepy just i'm telling you it's one of those cases that just even like years later it just it just makes you feel just it's just an eerie feeling very mm-hmm. eerie yeah so. it's it's definitely hard to watch the ones with the kids in it mm-hmm. i'm like so. but it's like the other ones like at the same time i'm thinking too like these stories are also i think serve sort of a I don't want to call it a lesson because because these women you know they didn't deserve what happened to them so I don't want to say uh-huh. a lesson I want to say but it kind of makes you more aware, aware. yeah you're more aware of, of, of red flags especially the ones who you know their tragedy ended in like the hands of a man their boyfriend husband yes. or something like that it kind of makes you more aware like and more you kind of you put a magnifying glass on that red flag Absolutely. And even in, you know, as women, we think, okay, we got this. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't make that mistake. But like, even doing these stories, there are like small tips that I've learned. Like, you know, yeah. like, wow, like if she would have did this, like, but wait a minute, this is something that I don't even do. So now let me start being a, you know, a little bit more cautious as to how I move in this manner, you know? So yeah. again, it's, it's a learning experience too, as you're creating this content, because you begin to put your, you know, yourself in these people's shoes and think about what you could have done differently or what, I'm sorry, what they could have done differently. And you, again, you kind of 
compare it to your own life and just make sure that you don't put yourself in those situations. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah. Now, is there anything that, you know, we as a community can do to assist you with the work that you do? So absolutely. Um, one thing that I, well, actually people were voluntarily doing it even without me asking, but I've actually been more vocal about it now is um, obviously sharing the stories that I post will be a huge help in getting victim stories out to the public. The more exposure, the more our stories can be heard. And again, just recently through the news, the BGU news platform that I created, mm-hmm. I've asked individuals to send me stories that they would love to see featured on the on BGU news. So even with that, you know, I'm able to come across stories that I probably wouldn't have found, you know, if, if they weren't sent to me or brought to my um, attention. So again, sending stories to blackgirlunlost at gmail.com or simply sharing the stories that I post on my page or my Instagram page, which is also at blackgirlunlost. So mm-hmm. Those are two major things that really can help get the ball rolling. Yes. Now, I saw you, um, I saw a video that you did on Instagram where you were talking about, you were comparing the stories with Gabby. I don't know how to pronounce the last name. I think it's Petito. Petito. Yeah, yeah. Gabby Petito and um, is it Jelani Day? No, it was Gabby Petito um, and uh, Latanya Baxter, who was a black woman. Yeah, she was a black woman that moved from Harrisburg, uh, PA to Pensacola, Florida. And she was reported missing a day before Gabby Petito. So okay. Now I do yes, just yes, want to, yes. So I saw that one too, but I know you were you were also I think you still did post did you post was maybe that was I saw No, something. I did post. I did okay. I just post yeah, I did a post because I came just across a post, okay. a, yeah, I did I came across a picture on my uh Instagram feed this morning, um, that was of Jelani Day and it basically said I okay. wish Jelani Day case was you know, handled the same way and so I posted it on my community feed on YouTube. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yep. So, mm-hmm. and I saw that, and I saw you were speaking on that, and I was like, you know what? This is this is, and I'm so glad we're talking about this because this is is happening mm-hmm. right now, and this is a prime example of what we're yep. here right here to is why we're here talking about this and why you do what you do, right? Yep. So, I, and it's so crazy because I was reading through the comments of just because this is like all over the media. I mean, people are you know com- mainly it's comparing Jelani, Jelani Day to um you know Gabby's story being made public and basically the the cavalry is involved okay mm-hmm. everybody's involved and they were talking about you know just comparing the cases and everything and so many people are saying that well you know this is not about race and um you know because they're comparing the situation saying because she was you know seen on, on social media and you know <laughs> and I'm just thinking in my mind like no one no one, no decent person, no decent human being in their right mind is saying that, you know, this woman doesn't deserve, right. this, uh, you know, people to be looking for her and everybody to be the, all the police and FBI. But no one's saying that we want her case right. solved, too. We're saying let's show the same energy. Exactly. Let the energy be equal. You know, let it not be so obviously unequal. Right. It's at the point now where it's just too obvious. Yeah, you know, and then the crazy thing is, is I had someone, even what you're saying, I had someone say to me, um, "Well, she had a large social media following." First of all, my immediate pushback to that is, how many other black women have there been that have had large social media followings that have not gotten, you know, a, you know, a, a lot of the spotlight and mm-hmm. stuff has happened to them? I mean, let's be honest, the Instagram model, you know, again, I'm not judging anyone's background in life, whatever have you, but. There's a story that's going around. I think it happened within the last couple of weeks. The Instagram model who was mm-hmm. murdered by the Spanish guy. 
Yeah. I think she had over a million followers on Instagram, but very popular even among celebrities. We have not heard that on the mainstream news. Mm -mm. You know what I'm saying? So what's the difference between that and Gabby? They both were very heavy on social media. So the social media excuse is a very poor excuse. Yeah. You cannot use that in this situation. Yeah. And, you know, like like we're saying, like it's not I think and people are not understanding it's about equality, which is something that black people have been fighting for since I don't know how long. So long. It's, it's about it, equality. It's getting it's old not, now. It really is. It's like <laughs> it's not about it's not about, you know, and it's no offense to, you know, Gabby's family. I am. So, I am very sad that she met tragedy. Absolutely. You know, but I'm saying let's 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 keep the same energy. Let's make it equal. Let's let's pull out the cavalry for everybody. Yes, and then I actually just um I just actually got the notification to my phone about Jelani's gay about maybe an hour. I was driving in from home and I, I'm sorry, driving in from work and I just got the notification about Jelani Day and that they found him. And I was only able to briefly read the article because I was driving and it was raining. But um if I'm not mistaken, they found his body three weeks ago, apparently. Wow. How are they just identifying his body? You get what I'm mm. saying? Like stuff like that. But what's the hold up? Why, why was it? It's just, I don't know. So many red flags. So many red flags. Gabby's body was identified in what? Two or three days. It's just, again, I don't want to make this about race, but the facts are the facts. It is what it is. Let's not try to, let's address the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Stop turning the blind eye to things that are the obvious. Like, let's not do this. We're all adults. We can have an adult conversation about the reality of what is going on in this country. It is what it is. It's been going on for years. Stop yeah. making excuses for it at this point. It's a chronic, ongoing problem. It yes. really is. And there was a great article that came out yesterday that is in my inbox, which I, again, started reading, but I had to get ready for work. Um, it was an article that was posted. I'm not sure if you saw it about the white woman syndrome. Did you read that article? No. Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, it's a really good article out um, that was sent to me about just the the missing white woman syndrome. How I guess when white women are missing, everyone, you know, there's just a media reaction to it, and you know, the media is in the uproar, but we don't receive that. Mm -hmm. It's not like that with us. It's never like that with us. And um, I was just so like disturbed by the comments. It's like I just I can't because I guess because I don't think that way. I can't fathom mm -hmm. how other people could think that way. Like I'm just I put myself in yeah. that black mother's shoes, that black father's shoes, and they're looking at the media and they're seeing mm -hmm. everybody looking for the white parents who a relative the white woman the white boy and i'm putting yeah. myself in their shoes and i'm like i'm waiting for somebody to give me some answers about my son or my daughter and here mm -hmm. they go they just you know solve this case in no time like that's what i'm doing that's how i'm looking at it. I'm, I'm putting myself in that mother and that father's shoes yeah and like even one of the cases that i did episode 20 mikey I'm johnson where I was actually able to interview her mother, um, Shalissa Collier. She's, oh my God, the strength of her, mm -hmm. her strength is just, it's out of this world. But like, even with her case, they closed her daughter's case in six months. <laughs> with yeah. Like, they just closed it with no reason at all. They didn't, you know, follow up with the leads that were provided to them in the beginning of the case that could have led them to a suspect. So again, it's just the mishandling of, the grim, yeah. reality, the grim reality of the mishandling of our cases. Girl, you you said it. The mishandling. Because let me tell you, all yeah. these cases that happen, like, I'm looking at it and I'm not even a detective. I'm not a police officer. But I can clearly see 
that something's wrong, something's foul. Clearly. But they don't and care. Like, and they're very lax. They don't care. They don't want to look into it. Even when you think about the cases with the two little boys from Cali, from California. You remember mm -hmm. that case that was going on? The two boys that were missing from were um, missing, yes. Cal, Cal City. Have you heard anything about that? No. <laughs> Have you heard anything about that? No. Nothing. It just kind it. of disappeared in the thin air. And that's the and problem. The, the, yeah. The last thing I heard was that they stated that they did not have enough funding to hire more police to um, put into the man, you know, the, the manpower, the, the overtime to search for these boys. But let me tell you something. And anyone can, you know, hey, I don't mean to offend anyone by this, but I'm telling you, if that would have been two little white kids, trust me, they would have found the funding to pay and the manpower would have paid to find those kids. Whether it oh, was yeah. alive or deceased, they would have found them, and somebody would have been arrested for doing for whatever it is that they did to those kids. Mm -hmm. No one has been arrested. We haven't heard anything about these kids. It's just again, it, it's it's so reason. you know. Even though some people don't want to hear it, that's a harsh reality. It's the truth, though. What you're saying is the it's truth. The truth. It's the truth. People don't want to hear it. Stop making excuses. We can't Stop. continue to make excuses. Just like just like the teen. Um, What's his name? I want to say his name is Kendrick. That was rolled up in the mat. Oh yes, the gym. Oh my gosh, yes, yes. In the, the gym, yeah. the high school team. Yep. Ooh. And that they story has they, always they found them. Yeah, when they found them, his organs were missing. Correct. Yes, I believe when so. His, yeah, his organs were missing when they found them. That yeah, that was creepy too. Yeah, that was creepy. Was anyone ever charged for that one? Wasn't it the? I don't. Believe, I don't believe that was solved. I don't think wow. that was solved. I think that everyone knows, you know, that situation. Yeah, we know how that, you know, yeah, you know how that go goes. Into that, but you know how that goes. You know, girl. You know. <laughs> Look, and we're going to keep that. Listen, that I'm going to keep listen. myself, but you know, but you already know, okay? I could go all day. I okay, but listen, we, <laughs> I, I feel you. I, I'm here. We here with it, okay? <laughs> yes, ma'am. What, look, what's not, what's not only to be stated, we know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so when when we you know when you're not doing your work, the the amazing work that you're doing, like what do you like to do for fun? I love to like I'm very I'm a very simple person. I love to travel, um, whether it be a simple road trip, whether it be me doing a staycation, you know, Philly for the weekend, or you know, flying to Florida, wherever I have you. My mom actually just moved to Jamaica, so both so both of my parents are Jamaican. So for me to go to Jamaica is like nothing. It's like my second home. So. Um, traveling to Jamaica and just kind of chilling out there, uh, maybe visiting friends in like neighboring cities, you know, for the weekend. But ultimately, traveling, whether it be road trip and getting on an airplane, that is my peace. That is definitely my peace. Um, and as corny as it may sound, <laughs> I'm a really big advocate for like, you know, the group, the little weird activities on Groupon, living social. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that likes trying those little activities on there that people are like, what? What is this? But okay, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm always into trying new stuff. So yeah, that's I'm that person. I love <laughs> so, it. I love it. What yeah. is your what's your all time favorite movie or book or both? So this is an oldie. <laughs> My all time favorite movie is Sister Act Two. Okay. I know that's that's a classic. Yes, I love Sister Act Two. That's <laughs> always been one of my favorite movies. That and Drumline. It's always been a tie between yeah, okay. Drumline and Sister Act Two. That those are my movies right there. Okay. Um, I would say as far as books, again, I'm I'm kind of going back in the day with this one. But the Code is Winter. I'm not sure if you ever read that book. Yep, I it's did. Definitely a throwback. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. that's definitely one of my favorite books. Yeah, as simple as it is, I love that book. I'm a very simple person. Um, yeah. So 
Okay. One of my I favorite books. I love it. So what yeah. is on repeat right now in your playlist? What you been listening to? To, to be honest, <laughs> um, so I'm a very big Neo Soul fan, um, you know, but lately, again, just with everything going on and just trying to keep my sanity with like work and everything, mm -hmm. uh, oldie but goodie, uh, Kirk Franklin's Imagine Me. Okay. That's actually one of my go-to songs. Um, and just recently, I've kind of gotten back to it just because, again, it's, you know, working and stuff with, through this COVID and just trying to make sure my kids are safe and making sure I'm safe and still trying to be the best teacher I can be, even with this distance that we have to maintain. Um, you know, sometimes I just need that motivation just to get through the day because sometimes, again, with everything going on, you kind of question yourself as to whether or not you're doing everything that you can do for these kids. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I just need that that motivation just to kind of get me through the day. So that's been um, a lot of gospel music lately has been my, on my playlist. But um, on a regular basis, I'm definitely a Neo Soul fan. I love old school music, Soul Child. I love Scissors, Summer Walker. Um, okay. Those are, yeah, those are my type of uh, artists. Her. Um, yeah, so that's like the mm, genre. I love her. I normally listen to. Yeah, I love, I just love Neo Soul R&B. Just chill. You know, occasionally I have my, you know, occasional trap song or two, but <laughs> the, <laughs> the main music I listen to is definitely Neo Soul and a mix of gospel. Just okay. to keep me level-headed. Yeah. I love that playlist. Okay, that's a good mixture. I love it. Mm -hmm. I love it. So tell us a fun fact about yourself that people might be surprised to know. <laughs> um, so I've already said I'm shy, but I think that's, that's you know, it's not really a fun fact. But one thing that might surprise people is that if I had to do all over again another lifetime, I probably would have been a veterinarian with my own practice. I really love okay. animals. <laughs> like... I really love animals. I'm one of those people that will go to the little, you know, the little adoption animal places and just go play with the little puppies and the kittens. I know it sounds weird, but I just, I really love animals. And yeah. that's, a lot of people don't know that, but that's, that's my thing. That's my comfort, you know, so. Yeah. Listen, a lot of people speak don't know in that. my language because let me tell you <laughs> something, okay? Uh, Lendaya loves her some animals, okay? I love yes, let, let me tell you, right. my cat, first of all, I've always I have a cat, too. Oh my you God. got a cat? Yes. 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 Me too. yes. yes. I I've always had cats. I've had two shit food, but that was when I lived on my own, but had to give them away when I moved back home. But I've always have, have had cats. They're the yes. most independent, easiest pets. So. Yes, they are. I've had, like, I've had some dogs growing up but mm. I would say I love cats much more because of that reason what you just said because they're so independent, mm -hmm. right? You ain't got to take them yeah. outside to go to the bathroom every right. time. Right. I'm not right? breaking my sleep. Yeah. But girl, <laughs> I love animals so much. My cat is like my best friend. Like, I just love Dang. her so much. And the crazy thing is they know when you're feeling like sad or you're feeling like, you know, down. It's crazy. You wouldn't think that they can pick up on that. But yeah. I'm telling you, they can. You know, they can. And yeah. so really quickly, one funny thing is, so when the pandemic happened, um, so that was in March, I remember I actually just left for vacation and I said my kids bad. I never saw them again. And I'm sad to this day because when I came back, that's when they had um, went to virtual learning. Everything was shut down and kids didn't go back to school. Mm -hmm. So the funny thing is that I was, I had class pets. I had two guinea pigs. And so because I'm such an animal person, I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to do with these guinea pigs? Mm -hmm. So, do you know I ended up taking those guinea pigs home and they've Aww. been with me ever since? Oh, I mean, no, it's all, but, you know, <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, 
<laughs> you know what to do with them now. So yeah, that's oh yeah. Girl, that's my I, life listen, right now. <laughs> I feel you on the animal tip. I'm like, I I just love animals so 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 much. My mom has like a dog and a cat. Like I I feel like they so they're so like they're so loyal. They're so unconditional. They just love you so much. Yes, and, and it's so innocent. They are. Oh my goodness, it's so innocent. I love so. it. Yes. Wow. Well, listen. <laughs> I love talking to you. You too. We look. We gotta do this again, maybe off the record. Yes. So, we can do. I ask you something? Are yes. you from Baltimore? I am. I knew. I heard yes. the accent. Okay. <laughs> See, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Okay. Cool. I was going yes. to Yes. I'm from Baltimore. Yes, I am. Yes, yes. girl. Yes, we will definitely. Okay, like we would definitely talk off record. You are. I, I love talking to you. I love the work I love you're your doing. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna continue <laughs> supporting you. I'm gonna continue. Sh- I'm gonna share your channel. We are gonna share this thing. Vice versa. Get- I got you popping. Too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, you- one more. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say one more drop. So I am coming out. I'm not gonna put a date on it because I don't like to stamp things because then people kind of hold you accountable. But oh, I will yes. say that I am coming out with some merch. Um, yeah. Again, I, and so I know that you also have a merch uh, line, which again I love the t-shirts. Thank so you. So we can talk. We can talk off record about like that process, but um, I definitely have some merch coming out that I'm really excited about. So please, yes. let's um, you know, stay tuned for that as well. Yes, I love it. And yeah, you definitely, definitely talk to me. You know, I help you whatever you need. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. That's, I love that's what that. We do. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's what we do. Now, before you leave, though, I got to get you to unpack your box. You know, that's where mm-hmm. every guest gets one minute or whatever. Nobody's counting. Where you can just mm-hmm. go off and say whatever it is that's on your heart to say. Okay. So, I just want to say that I really appreciate the people who have been so positive and everything that I've been doing, uh, you know, from day one. And I also want to say to the people that, you know, sometimes, you know, provide that negative energy understand this okay when you are so immersed or deeply immersed into your positive energy there's nothing that anyone and this is advice to anyone become so deeply immersed into your positive state of mind that no matter what negative energy that anyone brings your way use that as motivation to continue going because no matter what you do there's always going to be people that will try to shut you down or break your focus with their negativity go go even harder because i can honestly say with all, with some of the negative, you know, responses I've received and what I do, at times it's made me go even harder than I thought that I can go. So that's one thing I, the best advice I can give to anyone is when people try to knock you down, use that energy to go even harder. Because at the end of the day, if you have a purpose, you know, and you, well, you were put in this world to serve or, you know, create as I'm doing, do it. And don't let anyone deter you from your dreams. And that's basically it. Yes, you cannot please everyone, and that's just it is what it is. Hey, I love that, (laughs) girl. That's the truth. Okay, we got to keep it it pushing regardless. Period. Yes, I love it. So, listen, thank you so much for coming on. Tell the people once more before you leave, though, where they can keep up with you, all your good handles and everything. Yes, ma'am. So, you can keep up with me on Instagram at, of course, at Black Girl and Law. So, B L A C K G I R L U N L O S T. My YouTube page can also be located, um, oh, I'm sorry, can be discovered using the same exact tag, Black Girl Unlawed. If you type that in, it'll bring you to the entire page. So, hope to see you guys soon. Please drop a comment, any thoughts below, any suggestions of, of stories that you all want to see. Please do not hesitate to email blackgirlunlawed at gmail.com. 
Yes, and I'm going to make sure that I include it in the show notes as always. And you guys, make sure you subscribe and you really check out this like channel. Like and subscribe. Yes. yes, yes. Do all that good stuff because this is really... <laughs> really an impactful amazing channel that is necessary it is very necessary it is very needed we need to see these stories we need to spread these stories so what you are doing is so inspiring i love 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 the work that you're doing and you will have my continued support thank you so much uh, again i appreciate you for having me on yes you're welcome we out y'all all right take care bye bye wait before you leave guess what so, you know I have an online shop, you guys. The Queen Wolf Shop is my baby. I love it so much. But anyway, I'm having a free shipping special now until October the 8th. Yes, you can get free shipping on whatever you purchase on the website. All you have to use is this discount code, which is also on the website. Discount code is boss free that's b-o-s-s-f-r-e-e -S -S -E -E. all you have to do you know is follow me on instagram or not you know you could just go over there and just click the link in my bio but my instagram is unpacking underscore the underscore box underscore podcast click the link it'll take you to another page that says shop click on that link and there is my website and you can purchase whatever your heart desires there is something on there for everyone you guys my kids have even helped me um, design some of the shirts. But um, yes, you guys, I'm so proud of it. It's so fun because I love those sayings on most of the shirts there. I love the pictures. I love wolves. You guys know that's my, my trademark. You know, I love, love, love everything about that. And um, yeah, so some amazing things on the site. And we are going to be adding all the time. So you never know what's going to pop up. But I mean, there's literally something on there for everyone, for men, for children, for women. I mean, everyone. Okay, let me tell you. So even if you aren't going to purchase anything, at least just check it out. Look at all the the, the um the collections. You know, I have a Black is Beautiful collection. I have a Woman Empowerment collection, For My King collection, Creators Line collection, Fun collection. I mean, there's so many different things on there. I have the Youth. I mean, it's really amazing. I really, really, really work hard on it, you guys. So, you know, just check it out. All right, y'all. Be well. And thank you so much for listening and for supporting. I love y'all so much.